something that was meaningful, and I wanted to create something that was helpful. Welcome to the Christian Buzz Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Christian Buzz Podcast. I just want to start off by saying thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, for those who are wondering, what is the Christian Buzz Podcast? I just want to uh, tell you that the Christian Buzz Podcast is a place that will focus on helping people be free from emotional and spiritual bondage. I wanted this podcast to be a place where people can receive wisdom to help them to begin healing their hearts or just simply grow in their faith and grow closer to God. Um, most All these podcasts will be on the Christian Buzz website. The URL for that is www.thechristianbuzz.com. And just to repeat it again, it would be www.thechristianbuzz.com. And before we jump into today's topic, I just want to start off with prayer first. All right. So let's go ahead all and bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to pray over every listener that's listening right now into the Christian Buzz podcast. I ask that I ask you that you help them with whatever they're going through. Give them the peace. Give them let them have peace in whatever circumstance or situation they're dealing with so that they know that this situation can be overcame by you and your grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today's topic will be about self-sacrificial love. Um, This was a good topic because I spent nearly this whole week learning this topic. Not just for the podcast, but to, you know, just improve myself. How to improve myself in being a better husband and how I can sacrifice more for my wife. And... Self-sacrificial love from a human standpoint, as I was taught growing up, is whatever I do for you, whatever I, how I go out my way for you, is pretty much me sacrificing something because I love you. And as human beings, we like to keep score. We like to tally up what we sacrifice for that person. So if that person decided to cross us or if that person decided to come at us wrong, we had a receipt and we had tally marks of everything we sacrificed for them so that they would feel bad and that they would feel worse for being unappreciative of just how much you sacrifice. But what if I told you that's not the definition that we're supposed to have? That's not what God wanted us to do when we sacrifice people. What many people think, what many people fail to realize, and what I, including myself, fail to realize is self-sacrificial love is what you sacrifice out of love for. See, the thing about it is, I love my wife, so in order to make her happy, I want to sacrifice anything that got in the way of making her happy. Which leads us to pretty much what self-sacrificial love is from a spiritual standpoint. Now. What Christ did on the cross was the most sacrificial, self-sacrificial love example that I could ever imagine or I can ever think of. God literally humbled himself, wrapped himself up with sinful flesh, walked this earth and lived a perfect life and chose to sacrifice his life so that I and all of us, imperfect, broken, sinful people, 
could come to the Father boldly in any with any problem or any issue without having first to sacrifice or buy a lamb or buy a goat and go give it to the high priest so he can go before God himself and ask forgiveness. No, Christ died on the cross for our sins because he loved us so much. He is the epitome of what self-sacrificial love is. Now, self-sacrificial love doesn't only just pertain to uh, the Christian faith. Self-sacrificial love can also help grow a relationship. It can help a relationship thrive. You know, when Sierra, the celebrity Sierra, got with Russell Wilson, all the girls, all the guys were saying, well, what, what was the prayer she said? Or, or what do I have to do to have a relationship like that that's filled with love? Now, when you look at relationships like Sierra and Russell Westbrook, and Ru I said Russell Westbrook, I meant Russell Wilson, you see that they're they choose to sacrifice self and put the other person before their self. Many people feel like, you know, when you get married and it starts off right, but then it starts to head south and then people just fall in love. Many people feel like, oh, it's easy to fall in love. I don't think you can fall in love. The thing about that is I think people choose to stop giving and showing love. They choose to stop sacrificing because they start to allow self come before sacrificing to make the other person happy. And... The thing about it is you don't even have to be in a relationship to practice self-sacrificial love. You can be single and practice things in everyday life. And you may be wondering, well, how can I practice self-sacrificial love if I don't have nobody to love? The thing about it is God has not just called you to love your spouse or love your boyfriend or love your girlfriend. He's also called you to love strangers. How are you going to sacrifice for a stranger? It might You might have $5 in your pocket and you might be using that $5, um, you know, as a millennial, we might use that $5 to go <laughs> buy a drink after work or go, in my case, go buy a cigar. Instead of using that $5 to go spend it on myself, why not stop and go ahead and buy that person that's in need of food or that person that's in need of gas money. Why don't you go ahead and give them that $5 to show them that they're loved, to show them that, you know what, even though life can be hard sometimes, you still have people out here that's rooting for you and you still have people out here that's in your corner supporting you and showing you love, even if they don't even know you. This is how we truly spread the kingdom of God. See, the thing about it is many people many people can't put their mind or can't even wrap their mind around this concept of self-sacrificial love because they're too full of self. If you constantly focus on self, you truly won't see the kingdom of heaven on earth. That is what Christ is saying. He told Nicodemus, he says, Nicodemus, you have to be you have to be reborn again to see the kingdom of to see the kingdom of God. And he's saying, Well, that does that mean I have to go back and climb my mother's womb? I mean, she's an old woman. I don't think she can birth me out again. And he's like, No, man, you 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 have it all wrong. You have it all wrong. To truly see the kingdom of God on earth, you see the people's actions of how they sacrifice for other people. If they only sacrifice for self, they end up with nothing. All they end up with is with yourself.
alone and sad. That's why you have these millionaires that are on these drugs, these millionaires that are on their deathbed saying they wish they can start their life over because everything they sacrificed in life was for themselves. They weren't sacrificing for other people. Don't be that person that's on their deathbed that realizes it's literally too late because all my life I focused on myself and how I can build myself up and how I can make myself more rich. The thing about it is I made my table big. I didn't make my table longer. When you when you decide to practice self-sacrificial love while being while being single, people really don't realize that it is actually truly preparing you for a relationship. In order for a relationship to grow and thrive, you have to remove self and you have to put the other person above. When I got married, I wish somebody would have told me to practice self-sacrificial love before I said I do. Because it's when I said I do, I thought I had marriage and stuff down pat. It's literally when we had to come uh, on, come together with a decision that, in my mind, I wanted this decision to go my way. I wanted to focus on how I felt what I wanted, how I wanted it. I wanted to focus on all those things. And it's when I begin focusing on all those things, all those selfish things, it caused me to lash out at my spouse. And it caused me to lash out at my helpmate. It didn't, the thing about it is, I didn't talk to her with love. I didn't come to her with love. I lashed out with her in anger because I was so focused on myself because pretty much the thing about it is she wants to incorporate both of our decisions but the only person I was worried about was my decision see the thing about it is when you're full of self it's hard to see other people's opinion it's hard to also see other people get good intentions the thing about it is it's hard to tell a selfish person they're selfish the only way a selfish person will know they're selfish is literally when they come to their, when they, literally when they in despair or, or when they come to the end of themselves, they realize the world really doesn't revolve around me. See, the thing about it is, it's when I came to the end of myself, I realized, wow, my life is truly not meant for myself. It's meant for other people. It's meant to pour into other people. It's meant to be a blessing to other people. See, it's when you begin to have that mindset, it's when you begin to change your perspective, it's when you truly begin to grow in Christ and mature into the man or woman he has called you to be. Christ can't use you if you still have the same mindset from three years ago. It shows no growth in him and it shows no growth in you as a person. See, we're, we're put on this earth like a plant. And... As we grow through life, as not a matter of fact, as we go through life, every circumstance, every trial and tribulation that's sent our way is used to cause us to grow. And at the end of our lives, we look back and some of us look back and we still see that we're underneath the ground because we still choose to focus on ourselves in each and every in each and every circumstance or situation. And instead of letting those things allow us to grow, we decide to bury ourselves deeper and deeper into self where we miss the opportunities that God had for us in life. Now, the question I want to ask you is, 
why did God ask us to to practice this type of self-sacrificial love? Why? Why would God want you to sacrifice for somebody you barely know? Why would God want you to sacrifice for the enemy or for that friend that betrayed you? Why would God want you to go and help that person that you see that was talking trash about you? Why does God want you to stop pulling aside the road and help help them change their tire for their flat tire for the car? Because it's when we do these self-sacrificial love acts, not only do they please God, but they touch that person's heart. Our actions are what changes people's heart, not our words. The only words that can change someone's heart is the word of God. And day by day, I, I, I realize it's not how you talk to people. It's not what you say to people. It's how you treat people that get them to respond in a positive way and in a loving way. One Bible verse I always tell myself is John 3.16 For God so loved this world that he gave his only son to die on the cross for our sins so that we may have eternal everlasting life. Every day, I constantly pray and ask God to give me this self-sacrificial love. Because this self-sacrificial love is really what helps heals people's heart and what draws them closer to Christ. Because it, it it puzzles people. It makes people curious on why would a person that they've been mean to, that they've walked all over, still decide to sacrifice for them? Regardless of what they've done. It's when you perform those acts of love, it draws people to you. Which is why God has called us to be salt and light and light on this earth. See, the thing about salt is salt is a flavor. Because once you put it in uh, some spaghetti or once you put it in some food, that flavor draws people taste buds to keep tasting whatever they're eating and and just to enjoy it. That's what salt does. It makes things fresh, also. It preserves it. Well, that self-sacrificial love that we're promoting through our actions. It's causing us to flavor the earth, to flavor it with God's love, instead of allowing the world to flavor the earth with bland things, with money, with cars, with clothes, because all these things are perishable. All these things literally fade away, and people fail to realize it. They rather continue to eat and continue to to be drawn towards bland things that mean nothing because when you die you can't take these things with you Steve Jobs was 60 billion dollars rich and realized on his deathbed I can't take these things with me everything I worked hard for was meaningless I missed the most important things which was giving back and helping people let's not be like Steve Jobs may God rest his soul But the more and more we promote this self-sacrificial love instead of the selfish love, the more we will see the world become a better place. The more we begin to realize we need to look out for one another. 
Self-sacrificial love is deciding to stand against the popular opinion and pretty much deciding to go against the grain and tell the truth. Tell the truth to the people that we need to do better in our communities. We need to do better in our schools. We need to promote more positiveness. Let's stop portraying the gangbanging image. Let's start promoting good things, positive things, ways kids can be more interactive in neighborhoods. Let's give back to the poor. And when I mean the poor, I'm not just talking about the homeless. I'm talking about the projects. The places where people have lost hope because they feel like they're not being seen. Because they feel like they're not being heard. These people have hearts and, and lives also. But the thing about it is because we're so selfish and we're and we're listening to these songs and we're hearing these get rich get get rich real quick schemes, it's when we we're hearing so many of these things that they're causing us to focus on the self and they're causing us to have anxiety and and be worried because we're so focused on self and being somebody in this world that we're failing to realize that our neighbors are slowly deciding to give up and to lose hope in this faith walk because they've tried to send out a distress signal to people. They've tried to tell people they were hurting, but because we were so focused on self, we couldn't realize it. See, it's when you truly grasp the concept of what self-sacrificial love is, then you will truly know who our Father is in heaven and why he came down and did what he did. I just want to say to my Listeners who are listening right now, you are loved. And I may not know who you are, but I just want to say I'm rooting for you. And whatever you need, I'm willing to sacrifice so that you may be healed from that depression, so that you may be healed from that pain, that childhood abuse, those wounds that you experienced as a child that you've been holding on all your life, causing you not to trust people or causing you not to even get close to people or causing you to doubt the, the community around you. And I just want to let you know, you have a community on this podcast, through this podcast, who are willing to stand with you and sacrifice themselves to help build you up because that's what true love is. You see so many marriages failing because people are not sacrificing self. Because they're putting self before sacrifice. Which is causing them not to build their spouse with a help made up in love. But slowly tear them down. And God has called us to build one another up through this type of love. He told us to let Christ be an example of what it means to love. In closing, I just want to say, be blessed. 
be truly blessed. I hope that this podcast episode has definitely blessed you. And also, if you have any prayer requests, go over to the blog page website, www.thechristianbuzz.com and submit your request. And let us both stand in agreement that what you're requesting me pray for shall come to pass. That it helps you grow, it helps you heal, and it helps you go out in the world and inspire and motivate other people to continue walking on this faith journey. Until next week, thank you for once again for listening to the Christian Buzz Podcast.